Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded in front of a live audience. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Friday. Friday. Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Gateway City. Gateway City Brewery. And the Moose. And the Breeders' Cup. And also the Breeders' Cup. If we, I don't know why we are watching horse racing, but I'm very excited. I've already got to see one horse have a seizure today, which is... Right. Yeah, one horse just recently had a seizure. I panicked. love animal abuse, so this is just my perfect place right see, now. See, I'm in it for the other reason. I want to see a, like an actual jockey die. I want to see a horse's penis, if we're being totally honest with ourselves. Yeah, keep your eyes out. They're out there. They're, they're long. They're out there. We are also being sponsored tonight. We're getting two trivia rounds sponsored by the Professional Engineers of Ontario, I believe. Right? Nod to tell me if that's correct. Yeah. I like that you looked at me like I was saying it wrong. You're like, oh, fuck, that's not us. Yeah. We're NASA. So they basically said, hey, we want to sponsor two rounds of trivia. We're going to get you guys some extra gift cards for round two and three. If you can ask some engineering questions. And I said, like what? And they said, like whatever. You're going to realize quickly that we're not fucking engineers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm barely a human. Yeah. The only rule of trivia, if this is your first time at trivia, is that there are no cell phones allowed at trivia. If you take your cell phone out during the rounds, we will get the engineers to make a bridge that is not very good, and you will have to stand on it, and then it will fall in and you'll die. That's what engineers do, right? They, you guys they make rings out of your body. I think the guy from Saul was an engineer. Wasn't right. he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He was. That's how he got cancer. Round one. Question one, in what month does winter officially begin in the Southern Hemisphere? In what month does winter officially begin in the Southern Hemisphere? So we got the top half to Earth, we got the bottom half to Earth. Tomorrow morning, or I guess, no, Sunday morning, the clocks go back and everybody gets infinitely sadder. Right. It's my favorite thing about living in Canada. Yeah, it's my favorite thing about doing a 24-hour li long live stream. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Boards Perfect up. Timing. Boards up. We're looking for winter begins in June. We're looking for June. June. Question number two, multiple choice question. What happened after Brett Keaton was found tampering with bingo software in Las Vegas? Was it A, his hands were broken with a hammer, B, he was hired by the casino to prevent future tampering attempts, or C, he jumped off a bridge and died? What happened to Brett Keaton when he was found tampering with bingo software in Las Vegas. Was it A, his hands were broken with a hammer, B, he was hired by the casino to prevent future tampering attempts, or C, he jumped off of a bridge and died? The important thing to note about this is this guy actually wrote the software for the bingo machines, and he figured out that there was a way that he could, like, trick it, but he wasn't, like, winning, like, hundreds of thousands or millions. He was literally winning, like, a few like 50 to 100 or like $300 jackpots every once in a while. The guy just wanted to feel like he won in life. <laughs> like his brother Michael, who was obviously oh. much more successful. <laughs> My brother is fucking Batman. Can I win one bingo? Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We are looking for C. He jumped off a bridge and died. Yep. Sorry, guys. He's dead. He died. He killed himself. He jumped off a bridge. Nobody getting that one right. Nope. That was one of the engineering questions. Yeah. Engineers build bridges. I thought you would... People jump off them There's some when trivia. times of despair. Guys should engineer some better nets under those bridges, maybe. Huh. Question number three. 
What is the main character's number in the Netflix series Squid Game? What is the main character's number in the Netflix series Squid Games? If you don't know, you're going to write three numbers. So it's from 001 all the way to 999. And his name is, I wrote it phonetically, Sung Gi Hoon, so that I would not uh, mispronounce it. It's a really good show. It's amazing. I liked it a lot. Which is surprising because you can't read. So what did no. you do? Oh, I, I, you know what I like to do? I put on the, the Danish uh, <laughs> the Danish dub over, so then I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I just make my own story up. It's a romance? Was it a romance? It was a romance, actually. It was a romantic comedy. Yeah. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for 456. 456. Yeah, yeah. Question four. In what decade did the FDA require sunscreen products of 15 SPF and over to protect from both UVA and UVB rays? In what decade did the FDA require sunscreen products of 15 SPF and over to protect from both UVA and UVB rays? Recently found out a couple weeks ago when I was doing my information about sunscreen, there's UVC rays. And they're the instant cancer rays. That's what the C stands for, is crispy skin. Wow, ultraviolet crispy. Luckily, our ozone layer protects it. But we're trying to get rid of it. We're trying to remove that pesky ozone layer. Uh, I don't know, I kind of like it. Just cook a piece of chicken in your driveway. <laughs> Gotta wear like one of those like foil lava suits, but you're cooking out on the driveway. Boards up, what you're looking for? It was 2019, the 2010s. It was two years ago. Lots of people writing 70s, 80s, 90s. No, no. Not a lot of winning going on tonight, but there, uh, there is some learning. We are learning a lot. We're learning. So there's double-edged sword. The engineers are here, so That's we right. must learn. <laughs> Question. Edutainment. Number five. Here's, an, here's uh, I think this is what you were kind of question you were talking about. It's a question about how tall a building is. Is this acceptable? Approximately how many meters tall is the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world as of 2020? Approximately how many meters tall is the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world as of 2020? I think it's still the tallest building, but I didn't double check. To the closest 100. So you're going to write 100, 200, 300, 400. 5 million. Goes to the moon. While you're going up in the elevator, it just gets like colder and colder, and then you like pass <laughs> out. Oh. Your eyes just look exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Boards up. The penthouse. Boards up. We're looking for it is 829 meters tall. 800 meters. 800 meters. You were only 100 meters off, so almost the right answer. Yeah. Come back on, on Wednesday nights when we do Almost Right Trivia. Questions you know. <laughs> A, B, and C. Pick whatever. You're right. <laughs> question number six. We got a sports question. Uh, sports. Yours. Brody, that was so beautiful. It means it's a question about sports. You're going to be fucking terrible at the rest of this trivia night. I'm sorry. You're like front <laughs> row, dude. <laughs> What animal is the mascot for the Oakland Athletics baseball team? What animal is the mascot for the Oakland Athletics baseball team? It's an animal. He's wearing a hat. He's Obviously, wearing the jersey. Yeah, he's all done up. To be honest, I don't think that they make clothing big enough to fit this animal. It's Godzilla. 
I'm not going to lie to you, man, buddy. Uh, I'm kind of enjoying the idea of Godzilla wearing a jersey. To scale Godzilla. Just like, <laughs> yeah, just showing up to one of his fights with Mothra or something. Baseball jersey. Wearing a Toronto Raptors jersey. Well, I'm a fucking fan. Fuck off. Boards up. The Oakland Athletics baseball team's mascot is an elephant. Elephant. All right. Team six. That's it. Getting the Oakland a-hole. Oh, I was going to say Oakland Athletics. Round of applause, team number six. Okay. Only one's able to get that one right. All right. Good stuff. Wow, you guys are fucking really good sports, everyone. Thank you for the two people who gave a single clap and then Did stopped. Did you just come here for the food? Maybe. <laughs> question number seven, multiple choice question. Parasocial bonds are emotions and relationships that we have with characters and famous people in TV, social media, and literature. How do research subjects typically describe the strength of their parasocial bonds? Is it A, as strong as with their best friend, B, as strong as with their neighbor, or C, as strong as with their coworker? Parasocial bonds are the emotions and relationships we have with characters and famous people on TV, social media, and literature. How do research subjects typically describe the strength of parasocial bonds? Is it A, as strong as with their best friend, B, as strong as with their neighbor, or C, as strong as with their coworker? So, for example, is it as strong as my feelings for Kevin? Right. As a coworker. That's right. I don't feel like you, if you're my fucking neighbor, I'd jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. Would you? Yeah, 100%. You would drive all the way there? just All the way. Why not the Cape Paceway? What, is there a bridge? It's only like four feet tall <laughs> into Chippewa Creek. It's not as funny doing a cannonball off that. Boards up. <laughs> cannonball. <laughs> a cannonball off the Golden Gate Bridge is hilarious. We're looking for be as strong as with your neighbor. Be as strong as with your neighbor. Oh, my God. You guys have really weird relationships with celebrities. Nobody. They're like my what? best friends. They don't care about you. I don't even know why we're here. You shouldn't care about them. They don't even know who you are. Another stinker with no correct answers. Classic Friday night bed shitting. It's pretty incredible. Question number eight. Here's something that you guys probably aren't good with either. Board games and money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the classic <laughs> rules for Monopoly... If you pay to get out of jail, how much does it cost? In the classic board game Monopoly, if you pay to get out of jail, how much does it cost? Uh, addressed for inflation, it's about $7,000, because I think board Monopoly came out in the 80s. We're adjusting for inflation here? Now you are. Oh. Like in the, in the Monopoly 2021 edition. I didn't know that. Is that the one that comes with the, uh, the ATM card? Yeah, yeah, and one company owns all the properties. So you can't buy them. You can't buy them. Yeah, you can't afford them. You start out with $1, and then every time you pass go, you owe $500. <laughs> Boards up. And then when you get, then you get to the Golden Gate Bridge. You do a cannibal. Boards up. We're looking for $50. 50 bucks. Question number nine, multiple choice question. In degrees Celsius, what is the average surface temperature of the planet Neptune? Is it A, minus 114 degrees Celsius, B, 214 degrees Celsius, or C, 314 degrees Celsius? In degrees Celsius, what is the average surface temperature of Neptune? Is it A, 114 degrees Celsius, B, 214 degrees Celsius, or C, 
314 degrees Celsius, a.k.a. it's fucking cold. Freezing. Oh, they finally got a fucking ambulance for that horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are there special horse ambulances? Look at that guy. <laughs> the jockey guy. He's so tiny. He's 58. That's what I would look like if I had 0% body fat. Yeah, yeah. Boards up. We're looking for B, 214 degrees Celsius. 214. Right. Yeah, A is cold, but not that cold. Right. C is like almost time stops cold. It's, abs it's like close to absolute zero. <laughs> Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number six and seven are tied for first place. You shouldn't feel good about that. Don't be it's, happy. it's like you guys got like fucking four points here. Yeah, so. Hey, barely, yeah. Considering that last place is only three points behind you, I wouldn't feel so, so good about that. A lot of those questions were also multiple choice, and you just guessed bad. Yeah, I feel like eventually luck's got to come your way, you know? Question number 10. In what year... Was the Nintendo 64 officially released in Japan and North America? In what year was the Nintendo 64 officially released in Japan and North America? I'll give you a hint. It's the 90s, in case some of you are too young to know what the Nintendo 64 was. There was even systems before that, as hard as that might be to believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nintendo had had some previous success. Nintendo 32. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Nintendo 18. Well, they, no, they went from 16 to 64. They didn't go. They didn't go the because uh, Sega went 32. That's why it had those crisp blue colors. And Sony offered to make Nintendo's CD system. Nintendo declined. Sony made the PlayStation. Yeah, hindsight. Boards up. You're looking for 1996. 1996. Leave it up if you got it. You got it. Yeah, it'll be out in North Bay very soon. It'll be out just a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Just around the corner, guys. <laughs> around the time we got Superman 2. Team. <laughs> in theaters. What happened to his back? Team number seven getting the win with five points for the round. Round of applause, team number seven. We are back for the second round of trivia. Fine, and now who the smartest peeps are. Normally, the winner of this round just gets absolutely fucking nothing. Right. Except for a bonus point. But tonight, you are getting to choose between two gift cards donated by the fine people at the Professional Engineers of Ontario, or as we call them, Potato. P the Potatoes. I think that's a way better name than just Pio. Yeah. Potato. Sounds way cooler. Round two, question one. What... Culinary word is used for a rooster that has been castrated before it reaches sexual maturity. What culinary word is used for a rooster that has been castrated before it reaches sexual maturity? Before it starts cooming. It's not cock. Goes from a cock to a peen. <laughs> little wiener. A little chode. It actually starts with a C, just FYI. It does, yeah. Did no, you write cuck? That's hilarious. Boards up. We are looking for a capon. Capon. C-A-P-O-N. Capon. Uh, nine got it. Nice. And that's it. Team number nine. Round of applause. Good stuff. Only one's able to get that one right. Snatching up a butthole on a bird that's been freshly castrated. Cockle doodle poo. Ooh. Mm. That was pretty know. good. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. 
Question number two. It'll it'll land. Are you on fire? Yeah, is somebody on fire? Like that? And laughing about it? <laughs> Stop. You sound like a maniac. If you're not holding a knife stabbing your friend, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Question <laughs> number two. What type of bulb is the effect when at 100% humidity, a 35 degree temperature will kill a human being? What type of bulb is the effect when, a, when at 100% humidity, 35 degrees Celsius temperature will kill a human? So we're looking it's called, for it's called blank, the something bulb effect. Blank bulb effect. It's not the bulb. Yeah, like light bulb, yeah. flower bulb. I know that you looked at the top of my head and thought that I was saying bald. What happens is this is one of the main uh, concerns about global warming is that like if it gets to 100% humidity and hits 35 degrees, your whole fucking area, wherever that happens, everybody just dies. Yeah. Even though it's only 35 degrees. Well, it makes sense. Your body can no longer evaporate air by yeah, sweating. Yeah, exactly. So you just get You just hot. be like consistently wet. Well, it's, uh, it's like when people are like, when you have like a hot shower and it's really hot outside, a lot of people don't realize that you're sweating while you're in the shower because... He's constantly wet, and you can dehydrate yourself. If you're masturbating, does it help or hurt? Well, do you sweat a lot when you masturbate? No. Totally dry. Boards you're, up. You can find it. You can totally find that. Not a single drop. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for the wet bulb effect. The wet bulb effect. Somebody wrote the radiation bulb effect. That's when you go into Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Question number three. Who wrote the following books? A Time to Kill the Firm. The the Pelican Brief, The Client, The Chamber, The Rainmaker, and The Runaway Jury. Who wrote the following books? A Time to Kill, The Firm, The Pelican Brief, The Client, The Chamber, The Rainmaker, and The Runaway Jury. If you have a dad, this is a big dad book guy. Yeah, it is. He also has like a documentary. And he, um, in the documentary, he's in his home office sitting behind his desk, and it's the biggest, craziest desk I've ever seen. He wrote a book about a bird lawyer. Come on. I, well, somebody who used a bird as a carrying case. Boards up. You're looking for John Grisham. John Grisham. We can't hear you. You don't have a microphone, Rohan. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We still can't afford microphones at every table. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine that? I'd be on top of that bridge cannonballing off. Be right there with you. Question number four. Aim for the bushes. What, <laughs> what company, which, what company, which is now predominantly known for making cars, launched the first electric rice cooker in 1945? Which company, which is now predominantly known for making cars, launched the first electric rice cooker in 1945? Apparently, it was not very good. Apparently, well, probably not. It was just like a fucking. Straight battery charge into this thing that would just light your yeah, rice on fire. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have like an automatic off, those kind of things. Yeah, it would probably be very dangerous. Maybe like essentially like a like a bare wired hot plate. I've seen how houses built in the 40s are wired, and it doesn't inspire a lot of just newspaper. <laughs> it's like that's what they <laughs> that's old newspapers. Insulation. If we drink enough Coca-Colas, we can fill them with sand and build a new house. Boards yeah, up. Dude. Boards up. We're looking for Mitsubishi. We're looking for Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Saw some GMs out there. Yeah. Probably not interested in building rice cookers that soon after Pearl Harbor. 
It was just a tough time. It was a tough time. It was different. Maybe we should. You know what I mean? We're like, we're just not interested in that. I don't want to, like, you know. Question number five. True or false? Customers removing the mattress tag that explicitly says not to remove it under penalty of the law have been charged and done jail time because of it. True or false? Customers that have removed the mattress tag that explicitly says not to remove it under penalty of the law have been charged and done jail time because of it. What happened? Like, what happened for them to go, like, we got to start writing this? Just in case. Somebody's taking all the fucking tags off of it, and then this guy doesn't know that it's got springs in it, and he's allergic to them. <laughs> like, I don't understand. What is it? Is it allergies? What are they, what are they saving people from? Like, don't take this tag off. There's why? actually, so there's a purpose for it. What is it? The reason why, well, I'll tell you after. Okay, Boards up. okay. Boards up. We're looking for, that is false. That is obviously fucking false. So the reason why the mattress tag exists is so that resellers of mattresses and the main sellers of mattresses don't remove it so that they can't, basically what used to happen is people would get mattresses, cut them open, take out all the fucking stuffing and shit, put like newspapers and old hamster cages in there, and then resell the mattress at full price. What? So basically, Why does it tag... feel like it's filled with newspaper and hamster cages? Oh, it's a waterbed. It's new. They're new. <laughs> They're new. You, that's good for your back, actually. It's apostropedic. Yeah. I just made that I term up. I made that up. <laughs> you want to see me drop a bowling ball on this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Give me... Carl, get me a glass of wine. I'm going to drop a bowling ball on this thing. Question number six. Multiple choice question. Which of the following is the name of the engineer who invented the first propeller-driven transatlantic steamship? Is it A, Isambard Kingdom Brunel, B, Keith Adams Flintlock, or C, Reginald Winston Thesson IV? Which of the following is the name of the engineer who invented the first propeller-driven transatlantic steamship? Is it A, Isambard Kingdom Brunel? I should be saying these with an English accent. Isambard Kingdom Brunel. B, Keith Adams Flintlock. He's got a high voice. Or C, Reginald Winston Thesson IV. Sounds like the first boy band ever. That's what it was. <laughs> All three of those dudes? Yeah, yeah, those three dudes. All wearing yeah. the exact same suit. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's riding a penny farthing. <laughs> he, fu he fell off and died Because it's like he a 40 foot off, drop yeah. <laughs> Boards up Boards up We're looking for A. Isambard Kingdom Brunel I mean come on Those were all good pick names Keith is not new That was Jesus' middle name Jesus Keith Christ Yeah a lot of people don't know that Keith was the name of the 13th apostle <laughs> Matthew Thomas you, Keith. Keith. Stop eating yeah, the rug. I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven. Multiple choice. Which film won the 1991 Oscar for Best Picture? Was it A, Thunderheart, B, Dances with Wolves, or C, Lawrence of Arabia? What film won the 1991 Oscar for Best Picture? Was it A, Thunderheart, B, Dances with Wolves, or C, Lawrence of Arabia? Thunderheart was uh, the biopic about the guy who invented the pacemaker. Oh. <laughs> I believe. Wasn't successful the first couple times. No. Yeah. Uh, lightning would come out of their chest. Should have been called Lightning Heart, to be totally honest. I agree. 
Uh, yeah, so my joke didn't land. Boards up. Think about it. Nice try, Kev. Yeah, Boards well. up. <laughs> we are looking for B, Dancing with Wolves. B, Dancing with Wolves. Surprisingly, not a single frame of Dance with Wolves has any sort of choreography involving canine species. Always upset by that. Well, yeah. They named it before they filmed it, and then the, the wolves just wouldn't dance. <laughs> Their union wouldn't allow it without the proper <laughs> safety precautions. Right. After what happened with Michael Jackson on that Pepsi commercial. Question number eight. Multiple choice question. Which of the following is the name of a famous bridge in Spain? Is it A, El Cantara, B, Poya Picante, or C, Rialto? Which of the following is the name of a famous bridge in Spain? It's almost 2,000 years old. Is it A, El Cantara, B, Poya Picante, or C, Rialto? What is it made out of? Sand? It's actually made of rocks. And it's from around, uh, around 90 AD, and it's still kicking. Huh. <laughs> Great. Would you like me to go into more? No, 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 no. It's pretty boring. Boards up. <laughs> it was made out of human skulls. That's cool. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for A, El Cantara. Right. Also, anyone that guessed B, that means spicy chicken in Spanish. So. Right. Spicy chicken bridge. Delicious. <laughs> 2,000-year-old chicken. It smells terrible. Uh, yeah, on that hot sun. Question number nine. What is the more common pen name of the writer Stanley Martin Lieber? What is the more common pen name of the author Stanley Martin Lieber? I'll give you a hint. His... It's not Stephen King. It's not John Grissom. <laughs> This guy actually, I don't think, has ever written a single, a single word about any birds as lawyers, or any animals as lawyers. Actually, that not be, might be true. I think that he wrote about a, some kind of like animal or beast who is also a doctor. He uh, wrote about earth animals in space. A couple bald men. The bald men all seem to be either the best guys or the Plenty worst of guys. bald men. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for a gentleman by the name of Stan Lee. Stan Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, not an author. <laughs> I hope. I don't know for sure. Well, like maybe he has an autobiography. Stan Lee, he wrote comic books. Seven, this is shocking. Not that you guys got it, that the rest of these fucking idiots didn't. Everybody go the fuck home. This is done. Can't believe it. The man is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to look up if Martin Lawrence has an autobiography, though? I, please. <laughs> Question. <laughs> I'm going to need to read it. Question number 10. Next time that you guys come, just tell them to sit you somewhere else. Yeah. I'm sorry this is like your first time probably being here and they put you in literally the shittiest spot. Yeah. Well, now you're obsessed. Yeah. Now you're going to want to come here all the time, like everybody else, and then we never get to stop. <laughs> and I'll cry myself to sleep every night like I do, just like normal. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, team number 14 has a slight lead with seven points. Team number six, the only team able to tie it up. Everyone else has decided that the best thing that they can do for themselves is shit in their bed, which is incorrect. That's going to be a mess that you're never going to get out, even if you tear the tag off that says specifically not to tear it off. But if you haven't torn the tag off, you can resell that thing. Exactly. So you keep can that be, in mind. You, they might ask, is this bed full of shit? And you'll be like, well, the tag's off. So I, What do you think? 
<laughs> Question number 10. What city is the 1996 television series Sabrina the Teenage Witch set in? What city is the 1996 television series Sabrina the Teenage Witch set in? I believe it's Who Gives a Shit, Ohio. I'm just, I'm just Googling it just to make sure because I heard some people say something that sounded... I'm going to give you guys a hint. It's not Salem. It is 100% not Salem. It's not Salem. I'm no, going to give you a hint. If this show... is... This is an engineering question because the town ends in bridge. There you go. It's blank bridge. And also, if it was Salem, there'd be an episode where Sabrina's burned at the stake. <laughs> that was my favorite one. And I would have tuned in. And the cat watches smoking one. a cigarette on her corpse. Four is up. We're looking for Westbridge. Westbridge. Nobody getting that one right. Brilliant. Everybody guessing the cat's name after we told them it wasn't the cat's name. That's fine. I like cats. Team number 14 is getting the win with seven points. Round of applause, team number 14. <laughs> to my surprise, the engineers don't know a lot about engineer questions that I made up that have nothing to do with engineering. Do they? Another surprise, they don't know a lot about anything else either. <laughs> These are the people we're trusting with our weight. <laughs> with heaviness? You guys mostly do LBs and KGs, right? Cool. Uh, if this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way the music round works is a little bit different. For each question, there's a possibility of two points per question. You get a point for the correct song title and a point for the correct band name. With regards to that, you do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and it's a song by Sting, you are incorrect. If you write Sting and a song by The Police, you're incorrect. Same thing with the song title. If you add a word, if you miss a word, you are wrong. The theme of tonight's music round is going to be Horn section. So all of these songs are going to have trumpets, saxophones, uh, trombones, bobos, French horns, balubas, English horns, kazoos made of metal. Blumpets, blumpkins? Blumpkins? I think. Is that blumpets? I don't think that those ones are horns. Yeah. Question number one. Now I know that I'm gets to the end. He's like, all the time. Fuck, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he was supposed to say Janet Jackson, but he just threw a bunch of syllables together instead. He gets to do whatever he wants. Boards up. We're looking for Sissudio by Phil Collins. Sissudio by Phil Collins. You wrote Genesis Phil, which sounds like an old Twitch streamer that only does Sega games. Old Genesis Phil, 82. Use uh, a better marker, too. I feel like some people were really surprised that the song is not called Studio. It's Sasudio. You wrote, you wrote Sasudio. They did. He just doesn't like you, so he doesn't want to give you points. I'll give you oh, points, though. No, you know what happened? I walked, I walked by you, and I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Question number two. Here we go. Can we be there? Oh, just think of the time. Odd and love so strange. Said you now. Kevin's really trying desperately to get me to play Neil Diamond so that he can give you all his Neil Diamond impersonation. 
He loves what? it. He's like a little seven. I fucking love Neil Diamond. He's like care. a little seven-year-old showing you his Elvis. He's like, watch, Mom. Look oh at me, Mom. I got my tassels, uh, Mom. Oh, my God. Boards up. I don't even fucking like you. Boards up. We are looking for I Need Never Get Old by Nathaniel Ratcliffe and the Night Sweats. Who the fuck is that? Dan Daniel's brother? If I had Night Sweats, I'd name them Nathaniel Radcliffe. I didn't want to play this song because I thought it was going to be too easy, but judging by how stupid the room is, here we go. Question number three. Look at the night And it don't seem so lonely We fill it up with only two When we were looking up what songs of his might have horns, a very angry commenter when it's on the front page of Google this he doesn't need a horn or string section. <laughs> <laughs> All caps. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does need it. And he what are you going to do, does. go back in time? <laughs> the internet came out. He hasn't released an album for 30 years. Yeah, You're going to yeah. go back and be like, hey. I think he had, like, at one point, he had the most number one hits, and he might still, of all time. You'd have to look it up. I think it might have changed now, but he did at one point. Incorrect. That is Tay Zonde. Tay Zonde? Of Chocolate Rain Of fame. Chocolate Rain Boards fame. up. <laughs> Boards up. Boards in it? We are looking for... Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. All right. Three two points, four two points, five. Neil fucking Diamond. One point. Not James goddamn Taylor. Six one point. Ten one point. Diamond. Neil. Look it up. Fifteen one point. I let Cat fucking Stevens? This place is fucking toe to tits with idiots. <laughs> I can't, I can barely walk through here. I'm up to my neck in them. I don't think I could have made you even angry if I played a David Wilcox song. If you play a David Wilcox song ever at Trivia, I will take your fucking laptop and I will throw it on the ground and not buy you a new one. You'll have to take me to small claims court and I won't show up. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I believe that he's actually playing at the Capitol Center in a couple of weeks. I know he is. Do you want to go and you can spit at him? No, yeah, I don't even have to. I live right there. You saw the ad. I was like, Kevin's got to be there. You said you would punch him in the throat if you ever saw him in person. I told you that I would slap him in the face. <laughs> and I will. Let's go. Question four. I'll do it. On stage? Do it all again. I guess I'll have to wait until then. If I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. You won't bother me no more. On Tuesday, we played a cover by these guys. A take on me, if that helps you at all. Boards up. We're looking for Beer by Real Big Fish. Beer by Real Big Fish. Yeah. yeah real Big Fish. Yeah. yeah. Not, not fake Big Fish. Yeah, yeah. Not the movie Big Fish, which makes you cry. Did someone just sing something as a group? Did I hear that? What did you sing? Where are you singing? Not you guys. You guys are well-behaved in sharing your desserts. You're having a night. You're having a nice Friday night. You know, kicking off the boots because of a tough week, <laughs> but the table behind you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Question number five. Is this your first time out since COVID? <laughs> Never should have fucking played this guy. 
That's right. Everybody get ready for Kevin's incredibly offensive joke that he's going to say after it's I say it. It's not offensive. It's hilarious. Is it offensive? <laughs> Dude. No, it's not. Boards up. up. We're looking for Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. (laughs) Did they write Jimi Hendrix? They wrote Superstitious by Jimi Hendrix. What the fuck? And I'm offensive. Are you going to do it? No, not now. Now I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm not. You gotta. If I'm gonna get my fucking name in the nugget, it'll be for fucking slapping David Wilcox in the mouth <laughs> on stage. Oh no, then I'll have to buy a ticket. And then he wins, right? He wins. He yeah, wins I'll just way. do it in the parking lot. Question number six. Here we go. Who's that by the wall 10 years ago? Yeah, that's where I lost all my hair. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Probably pulled it out in frustration. Boards up. We're looking for Midnight City by M83. Midnight City by M83. No, you wrote Midnight. Sorry about that. 12 o'clock. Right. Unless you're talking about noon. That's day midnight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then midnight becomes night noon. Okay. Yeah, you switch them. If only there was some kind of word for... An afternoon or like midday, perhaps. Right. If, if they would have just called it midday, it why would make didn't sense. They? I it's know. so weird. I You're know. so smart. All those letters I sent to Sir Stanford Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> Horseshit. You forgot to put postage. He had nothing to do with you that. You just stuck that, your scabs to them. I know. Question I know. number seven. Classic song for dads to sing when they're drinking. I know, I know at least two of the words and ten of the sounds. I call that my back hurting song. Dad getting off the chair song. Boards up. We're looking for War by Edwin Starr. War by Edwin Starr. Not Jay-Z. Oh, good God. That song is actually about a fun card game you can play with your parents. What's that? Go fish. I have no fucking clue if anybody's gonna know this song, but uh, here we go. Are you the happiest you've ever been? You dove on that thing like someone who hasn't seen food in three weeks. You took a bite out of the board <laughs> and ingested it. Boards up. We're looking for Handlebars by Flowbots. Handlebars by Flowbots. What? Little song about Matt Doty's mustache. That's what he means when he says, I'll drive you home, you can sit on the handlebars? <laughs> that is what he means. What the fuck? <laughs> you always wonder why his lips are so wet when he asks you. Oh my god. Question nine. Hints and allegations. Well, if you be my bodyguard, I can be all on. believe that Chevy Chase is in that music video. A man who aged 70 years almost, what seems like overnight. 
When you see him on, like, Saturday Night Live, it's like, geez, look at this guy. <laughs> Boards up. You're looking for You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Why did you write the name of a Tina Turner film? Not according to Spotify. Well, you don't know this, but Drake's dad is Paul Simon. Oh. That's Drake Simon. Oh, my idiot. God. I didn't God know that. damn it. How do you feel now? Not very good. No, I get it. Yeah. Well, next song then. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, Paul Simon's kids team has 14 points. Team number three is the only team able to tie it up sitting with 13 points. Team number four could also tie it up. Uh, everyone else, there's some new bands that you guys can check out. Sorry, if you like country, this isn't the fucking place to be. I actually do normally play a country song at least every night, but the country songs don't normally have horns in them, right? So... I'm sorry. That for tonight, we... Next well, time... you're talking about bullhorns. <laughs> giving the old horns. Sitting on the horn of my Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> Blew out the horn of my Chevy by driving with my ass. Question by number... Alan Jackson. I like Alan Jackson. Question number 10. Here we go. I'm eating at the beat like it gave a little speed to a great white shark on shark. We rock. Time to go off. Girl, two says goodbye. I got a world to see. And my girl, she want to see Rome. See, so make you a believer now. I never ever did it for a throne. That validation comes from giving it <laughs> You were moving the same way that the horse was at the beginning of the night. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. we need to call a horse ambulance? <laughs> that was the best fake rapping I've ever seen. You nailed it. Good job. You got it. Yeah. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. And if you have Ryan Lewis, good job. Looking at the board, team number two was able to maintain their lead with a whopping 16 points. Round of applause, team number two. <laughs> Round four, question one. True or false? James Watson's Nobel Prize for discovering DNA was auctioned off for $4.1 million. True or false, James Watson's Nobel Prize for discovering DNA was auctioned off for 4.1 million buckaroonos. You gave it away or like it passed down and they gave it away? So there's only been one person who has ever been alive when, they, when, their, uh, when their Nobel Prize has been sold and there's one person who has been dead when the Nobel Prize has been sold. So there's only two that have ever been sold. Right. Normally... Which they, Nobel? Excuse me? Like the Peace Prize? No. This is a science prize, obviously. For DNA. Okay. Well, I don't understand how it works. That's why I'm asking. You, there's multiple prizes given every year. Okay. We could get one. Well, what, who's this Nobel guy? Just kidding. He invented dynamite. Boards up. We're looking for... That is true. That is true. It just sold a couple years ago. So, yeah, he is the only living person to have ever sold the Nobel Prize. And fun fact, the guy who bought it, after he bought it, walked up to him and gave him the Nobel Prize back. No. And, and said, take the money, do more science with it. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who has that kind of money? Rich Russian man. He's like, here this is back. Now spend the $4.1 million to make me... Some kind of nerve agent to make me dance like that horse on TV I saw. Right. Question number two. And that's how they made Michael Jackson. Question number two. 
What is the name of the order that was given to the clone troopers in Star Wars that makes them kill all the Jedi? What is the name of the order that is given to the clone troopers that makes them kill all of the Jedi? They're like, hey, we're all friends. We're pals, right? It's like that time that your uncle at the barbecue heard a firework go off and oops, Vietnam all over again. Suddenly, he's got the shotgun from the woodshed. Kills your dad, a uh, couple of cousins <laughs> that you're not really necessarily close to. Sadly, they were the good-looking cousins that you were okay with a bit of incest with. The only reason you're safe is you went back for another hot dog. Boards up. They didn't put mayo on the, t you know. Boards up. We're looking for Order 66. Order 66. We also have taken Order 69 because that's hilarious. That's a very different order. <laughs> Completely different order. What if you would have said that yeah. instead and they all just lie down? Yeah, yeah. Order 69. <laughs> Ew, gross. I meant 66. I... <laughs> gross. Question number three. They're right beside each other. I didn't... True or false? Chris Sawyer, the programmer of Ro Roller Coaster Tycoon, was a real theme park and ride engineer. True or false? Chris Sawyer, the programmer of Roller Coaster Tycoon was a real theme park and ride engineer. And this is my monthly reminder that you need to go on the internet and look up Mr. Bones Wild Ride. Which yeah, is it's a, hilarious. A guy made a fucking roller coaster that lasts 10,000 years on Roller Coaster Tycoon. And these poor people have been riding it for eternity and the only thing that they can say is, I want to get off Mr. Bones' wild ride. At year, like, five. Yeah. <laughs> After five years of riding it. Check it out. Boards up. What are you looking for? That is false. That is false. He's just a regular computer programmer. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like if you were an engineer and you were making a computer game, you wouldn't allow people to make roller coasters that shoot off into nothing and explode and kill everyone. Not well, yeah, I think maiming humans is probably against the code of the engineer. Question number four, multiple choice question. Which of the following does Urban Dictionary define as someone who subverts the expectations of masculinity, wearing pastels, fluffy sweaters, chilling with foliage, and being a little cutie? Is it A, a soft boy, B, a hype beast, or C, a VSCO boy? Which of the following is someone who subverts the expectations of masculinity, wearing pastels, fluffy sweaters, chilling with foliage, and being a little cutie? Is it A, a soft boy, B-O-I, B, a hype beast, or C, a visco, V-S-C-O boy? Visco boy. Is it like viscosity? Like he's, he's an Instagram for children. Love it. Guess what? The police are here, and they're coming to get you. <laughs> Great. Boards up. We're looking for A, a soft boy. Soft boy. Chilling with foliage. Oh, this bush. I mean, just hold it. <laughs> Question number five. This one is, uh, again, you, you let me get way too loose with these questions. I just started writing questions with the word bridge in it. I don't care. Bridge club. Don't give a fuck anymore. Bridge over yeah, yeah. troubled water. We're just finding out that you guys don't know anything. Okay? And that the entire engineering community is just nothing. Me and Kevin are better engineers. I'm, that's what I've 100%. learned off of tonight. 
See some of the roller coasters I've built. <laughs> Put Mr. Bones to shame. Yep. Question number five. The Malazan Book of the Fallen is a fantasy book series by Steven Erickson about an elite military unit named the Bridge Burners. See what I did there? What country is Steven Erickson from? The Malazan Book of the Fallen is a fantasy book series by Steven Erickson about an elite military unit named the Bridge Burners. What country is Steven Erickson from? Also, one of my favorite book series of all time. You don't read, so you, do, you don't even... I do. Do you understand what a book is? Yes. Not Clifford the Big Red Dog, your favorite one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a book? <laughs> <laughs> then I do, but anyway, continue. Board's up. <laughs> Board's up. We're looking for... He's from Canada. He's Canadian. Team number one, the only one's able to get that one. Round of applause, team number one. All right. Getting the A-hole. Oh, the A-hole. E-H-hole. Canadian. Wow. That was yeah. great. That, that was, was great. good. Yeah. Question number six. True or false, the golden record sent into space was recorded at 16 RPM instead of 33 RPM. True or false, the golden record was that was sent into space was recorded at 16 RPM rather than the regular 33 RPM. So basically, if you don't know, they, they took a bunch of information, they put it on these records, they send it into space, and we're like, maybe Alien's going to find this someday. Maybe Aliens have a record player. The Aliens get it. They're like, oh, the only thing that we have is mini-disc. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? They couldn't send it on a cassette? Boards up. We're looking for... That is true. That is true. To double the playback time with only a slight loss in fidelity. Ooh. I just think it's weird that we assume everything that's out there has the same technology or better than us. I also am worried. like At, at all. What if they look at the picture? So we said I have a picture of like humans too. Naked, it's on the record. Naked yeah. humans on the record. And what if they're like, that looks fucking delicious. That dick... That vagina, those nipples, I want to eat those. Why would they just want those pieces? If I was an alien, that's what I want to eat. Those look like the choicest pieces to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay, I guess. I don't know what you mean. You're just <laughs> very sexually charged alien, I guess. Whatever. That's, I'm just that's, saying, we got to think before hey, we send you know what? All those parts, I want. You want a belly button? Go for it. Or a butt? <laughs> Whatever. Ears, maybe that's your thing? No. <laughs> I'm just nipples and genitals, guys. <laughs> Save them for me. Question number seven. We got a sports question. Hey, uh, sports. Which of the following NHL players is most famous for wearing the number 87? Is it A, TJ Oshie, B, Sidney Crosby, or C, Hal Gill? Which of the following NFL players is most famous for wearing the number... Did I say N? N H L N H L players. Yeah, he's saying it. Is most famous for wearing the number 87. Is it A, TJ Oshie, B, Sidney Crosby, or C, Halga? It doesn't matter. All three of those people are N H L players. National Hockey League of football. They do both. They can do both. They're Cross probably sports? good. They're big enough. Boards that we're looking for B, Sidney Crosby. B, Sidney Crosby. Crosby. All right. Uh, the reason why, do you know why he's 87? That's how old he is? Well, no, he was born on August 7th, 1987. 
He was born on 8-7-87. That's why he's number 87. He works at Tim Hortons, too. I know. What a guy. Do you, think, do you think he asked for a paycheck afterwards? He, like, messages them? Still haven't got my uh, eight hours. Excuse me. From camp yeah. day. Made a few double-doubles. <laughs> couple four-by-fours. Question number eight. Multiple-choice question. What is the approximate melting point of iron in degrees Celsius? A, 538 degrees Celsius, B, 1,538 degrees Celsius, or C, 2,538 degrees Celsius. What is the approximate melting point of iron in Celsius? Is it A, 538 degrees Celsius, B, 1,538 degrees Celsius, or C, 2,538 degrees Celsius? You guys would need to know this. If a supervillain decides to show up and cut one of your bridges in half with a laser that he invented. See it in the Spider-Man movies? I've seen it everywhere. It doesn't stop with the bridges <laughs> in superhero movies. They hate bridges. They just, they're like, I'm, I'm going to cut it down. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for B, 1538 degrees Celsius. There we Thank go. Thank God. I was so fucking afraid you were going to get that wrong. About time. I'm just imagining you guys, like, scratching your chin, looking at this bridge that's just melted. You're like, huh. I was almost certain that the trivia guys said that it was 2,500. We heard <laughs> from a couple of doctors. A couple of eggs on those guys' faces. <laughs> Dead bodies, too. Boy, their face is probably red. Question number nine. What Emmy... Award-winning producer is the mind behind law, the Law and Order franchise as well as Miami Vice. What Emmy-winning producer is the mind behind Law and Order as well as many others, including Miami Vice? I know who this is only because every time I see it, I'm like, I want my metal band to be named that. It's a hilarious name. It's the best fucking name. Yeah. If, this, if, if this, you're going to have a hilarious first name, but then follow it up with a cool-ass last name. It works. It's one of those things that's funny, but if this was a real animal, it would be terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Boards up. We're looking for Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. That's not a regular wolf. You can tell by the shape of his face. Right. And the fact that he just has a single slit down the middle of it that's oozing a bit. That's a Dick Wolf. Gross. What are you talking about oozing? <laughs> Yours doesn't ooze? I've been telling you for the last <laughs> fucking month, you need to make a fucking doctor's appointment. Looking at the board right now, team number one, six, 11, and 14 are tied for first place with six points apiece. A bunch of people are able to tie it up with five. A bunch of people shouldn't come to trivia ever again. Question number 10. What five-letter I word means lacking in significance, meaning, or point? What five-letter I word Word means lacking significance, meaning, or point. Super fun time trivia is far more letters than five and also does not start with an I. No, but if it did, this would fit. It's the same definition, yeah, for sure. Fit. Yeah, for sure. Also, Insane Clown Posse does start with an I, lacking in meaning and point. Great taste in soft drinks. That ginger ale. Remember when we bought the Fago as a joke? I know. And I was like, this is the best pop ever? This is actually really good pop. Blueberry raspberry? Who knew? The Juggalos knew. Boards up. We're looking for inane. Inane. I-N-A-N-E. 
E. Inane in the membrane. Idiot. Close. But that's you. Looking at the board <laughs> right now. you. I seriously, come on, guys. We got a four-way lightning round between team number one, team number six, team number 11, and team number 14. We need one member from team one, one member from team six, one member from team 11, and one member from team 14 to come on up with a mask for lightning round. It is going to be a music question. Mask up, music question. Let's go. We are looking for the song title. Yes. So crazy. Incorrect. Crazy in Yay. love. I'm uh, sorry, you were just <laughs> you were missing one <laughs> word. <laughs> Kevin's punching your tummy for some reason. <laughs> Team number five is gonna be getting the win with uh, with the lightning round as well as getting. No, not team five. You guys did nothing. You shit the bed. Team number six is getting the win. I'm sorry. Just barely snaking out a win with 21 points. Just sliding over the line of mediocre. Team number 14 is getting the win. Making up for the fact that Kevin punched him in the stomach five times after the lightning round. They're getting a $15 gift certificate from the fine folks at the Moose. Big thank you to the professional engineers of Ontario for supporting us and bring, coming out. Big round of applause to them for giving us the extra prizes. Second place doesn't give me a lot of trust for building that bridge. Super Fun Nine Trivia is recorded at a bar way up in North North Canada with your hosts Kevin and Cole. It's edited slightly to make it easier on your ears. If you have a question or an idea for a question, send it to superfun9trivia at gmail.com. If you'd like to send scathing hate mail or tasteful news to your grandparents, please direct them to the same address, care of Kevin. If you really, really like our podcast, hop on our Patreon for our exclusive Trivia After Dark podcast or share our show on social media with a friend or hated enemy. Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs>